0: Welcome to this edition of the Property Pod. Today we are joined by Andrew from Maxwell Property Agents. Um, Andrew has over 70 years' experience in the property market um, as an agent, and today we're going to be talking about buy to lets. Before we start, this is a relatively new process for us. Obviously, at Wales, we're trying to get podcasts and, and get information about the property market out to the, the general public. Hence our, our new methods of marketing and, and trying to promote the business. So if you can like, subscribe, share, whatever platform this comes out on, it'd be amazing. Um, obviously we're trying to make the law more accessible as part of our, our brief here is to make it easier for people to understand the process of buying property in this instance we're going to be talking about buy to let um, normal format Libby's going to be asking the questions I'm going to chip in and probably waffle <laughs> and <laughs> break, break, the, break the break the sophistication of the uh, discussions but without
1: further ado we'll go over to Libby. Um. Um, So, Andrew, tell us a bit about
2: your company, Maxwell Brown. Well, we're an independent company based in Stone Market, Uh, we're in the town centre and we were established in 2012. Mm -hmm. The main reason for being in Stone Market is that it's an easy town to get out of um, and we can cover the whole of East Anglia through doing that. we, uh, we're a small company, there's just myself, my wife, the dog and um, an employee. Oh, I saw that um, on your website, yeah, the dog. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, nice. the, the, the dog's an integral part of the business. Uh, <laughs> yes. It um, um, eats too many treats, but never mind. Um, <laughs> our business deals mainly with residential sales and lettings across uh, Suffolk, Essex and Cambridgeshire. Um, and we pride ourselves on a very personal service, um, you no know, airs and graces and, and looking after people's best interests going that extra mile um, to ensure that we reduce the stress involved in moving Mm. and the problem with moving is that you're tending to deal with at least two if not three of um, the most stressful times in people's lives and if we can help to alleviate some of that and uh, smooth the path along with our friends at uh, Wells etc. then we will do so. Um, I think the one thing that's come out of of our business um, Is that the 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 um, amount of recommendations? We're very humbled by every time somebody asks on Facebook um, a recommendation in Stone Market for agents either letting or sales. more often than not we are recommending more than any other agent which is which is which is lovely yeah, to have. Great. Um, A lot of business comes back from, from past customers that have appreciated what we've done to help them.
0: It's great, it's always the best form of marketing that I've found Absolutely. word of mouth. Even yeah. yeah. now, let's move into more of a digital platform with like Facebook and, and Twitter and things, but still it's still the same basic principles of, of word of mouth marketing. It's great, the
2: Person, per, the the person matters, and it, it, whether it's a, a tenant, um, a a landlord, or somebody with a, a large or small house, you treat them the same way, and you get you get it back in droves. Yeah, it's, 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 it's pleasing when that happens. And mm.
1: um, so, what actually is a buy to let property? Well, in essence,
2: it's a property that somebody purchases um, and to um, to let out to the to the uh, private sector uh, rental. Um, mm. Uh, and uh, with the hope that they're going to get a good tenant and, and, a, and a decent income.
1: Yeah. And um, do you think Covid-19 has changed the buy-to-let market?
2: Um, it's clearly had an impact, um, but I think the biggest impact it's had is probably on um, the interest rates that people are getting with, with their money in the building society. You know, if you've got £100,000 invested and, and you're getting 0.01% um, of a return, that's £30 a, a year that you're getting in, in, in interest um, and I think people have, have re-evaluated where they are with it and if they've got um, a certain level of funds decided to go to to, to a buy to let um, because not only do they get a regular income and um, they also get the capital growth potentially on that provided the property yep. market continues mm. to rise so i think it's it's, it's probably a safer um, investment for people um, that they perhaps understand rather than stocks and shares or something like that yeah yep. Yep. bricks and mortar yep. especially if you've got the capabilities
0: of maybe doing it up Yep. Mm,
2: and,
1: and being able to make this sort of property yeah. more valuable in terms of its, its overall value as well as rental. Yeah. So, yeah.
2: And um, what do you think are the pros and cons of buy-to-let property? There are a number. I mean, the, the pros are that you get a higher yield for your money, mm. um, and there is that potential capital growth. And there's a monthly income. So, you know, somebody perhaps has taken money out of a, um, a redundancy or um, uh, their retirement fund by putting that in there, they're getting a monthly and a reasonable monthly income. Um, the cons to it, uh, the money's tied up for a long period. Um, you know, if you, There is no point in buying a buy select for six months and then selling it on again. Mm. Um, the costs involved outstrip the, the, the advantage. Um, so you've got to be looking at minimum of a five-year investment plan. Mm. If you suddenly need that money out, as we all know with the process of, of, of getting a tenant out, selling the property, etc. That can be that can be a, a negative. Um, the the income is not guaranteed because if you get a, lo- a long void period, you, know, you can be sitting there with a the house that you're paying council tax for and this sort of thing and not getting any money in. Um, a lot of legislation changes, and I suppose the 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 other one is that when you buy a buy to let investment, you pay a, an additional three percent surcharge on stamp duty. So you have to factor that in as part of. Of, of, of the costs of your investment and mm. um, hence we go back to the point of the short term doesn't work. Yeah.
1: Mm, definitely. It's quite a, quite a commitment isn't it? I think, oh like, absolutely. But it's yeah. good to, I think yeah. you get like quite a big return on investment for most of it. Yeah.
2: We, we've got tenants, oh, sorry landlords who um, who bought from us maybe four or five years ago um, whose properties are now in some cases worth 100% more than they pay for them wow. so uh, yeah it's been a good investment um, long term.
1: Yeah. And, uh, well, sort of, what extra costs apart from that are involved in buying, like getting a buy to that property?
2: Well, the extra costs are that you, you've got to make it safe, you've got to ensure that you are compliant with all the legislation, um, such as things such as um, compliance with gas safety, CO monitoring, uh, smoke detection, electric safety, um, and and all those sort of things. There's obviously the ongoing maintenance and insurance of the property um, and I suppose one would say that the, the costs of an agent are are, are, um, are part of it. Having said that with the the change in legislation uh, that has has occurred over the last few years, uh, I've seen a number of tenant uh, landlords come to me who have got themselves in a little bit of a pickle because they've decided not to use. An agent, um, and found that that they uh, they don't know what they're doing, or all of a sudden they've they've got a problem with a tenant and they don't know how to resolve it. So mm-hmm. it's a it, it's a worthwhile cost um, because it brings back the the, the returns in droves.
0: I think so. It's it's almost like having someone you can just chat to about any sort of issues that you may have, even in, you know, which are, even if you can't sort of answer their questions or resolve every issue you have got that soundboard and that is that bit of protection which I think some people will overlook and just think okay well I can just rent this out know they're my friend or etc. we have heard that story quite a lot yes. and that's um that's that's a sort of one of those things you just oh don't do that because yeah, wrong. It's, it's great when you first start and everything's Mm. It's positive, but once that relationship goes south, if it goes south not when, <laughs> when? <laughs> when, when? somebody yeah. negative Um, if it ever goes south there's a problem, you really need something to fall back on. So having an agent really gives you that sort of buffer and protection. Mm. Okay. i definitely I'd definitely recommend it. My my best
2: advice to anybody who's thinking of uh, of a bite to let is, is is take away the sentimentality. Um, don't be sentimental about it. Look at it as a bar of gold. If mm. you invest in gold, you never actually see that bar of gold, no. um, and and you just you just enjoy the benefits from it. Um, if you're sentimental about it, um, then you tend to find that that you will be more lenient with the tenant than you should be, mm. and. Your 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 investment will not grow the way it should, and, and the whole point about an investment on a buy to let is that it is an investment, and nothing more. Yeah, it's um, attached to yeah, like yeah, yeah. actually think about it and Absolutely, absolutely. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: And um, whereabouts in the local market right now would you recommend purchasing?
2: <laughs> well, the way yeah, the rental everyone. market is at the moment, um, anything is renting, um, the rents are going up quite substantially um, and you know, we're finding we're putting property on the market and the moment we press the button on right move or on the market um, the phones are ringing um, wow. and the, the the great thing about that is that there's a, there's a good choice of tenants so you, you can make sure that the right tenant goes in um, it, it's yeah it, it, there are pockets and there are areas which I wouldn't recommend people to, 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 to rent in but that's a case of looking at what what they're investing in. Mm. I suppose the one one point that people have got to bear in mind and and it is a big thing is that um, blocks of flats with, with cladding are a little mm. difficult.
1: Yes. Yeah. You know. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, There's a lot yeah, of uh, complications yeah. there. I think. Indeed. Yeah.
2: Indeed, they're best probably avoided.
1: Mm, yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Don't I'm do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <that's the laughs> I mean. get I mean. it. <laughs> and um, where do you think? Uh, sorry. What should a buyer be looking for in a potential buy to property?
2: I think the the most important thing about it is you've got to look at it from Mm -hmm. a point of uh, of the quality of the the, the property that you're renting out. Mm -hmm. Um, There's always been that adage, you know, um, you get a bad house, you get a bad tenant. Um, (coughs) It needs to be something that's in good condition. I always go in the adage of would I live in it myself? Um, Mm -hmm. If not, then it needs changes. I would say that that anybody certainly going into, into buy to let for the first time really ought to look at something relatively modern um that is going to be fairly maintenance free mm-hmm. um and uh, you know there are plenty of those about let's be honest yeah.
1: and when you say modern do you think more like done up in the last few years or sort of like a new build property
2: yeah I, mean, I i would say something that has been if something's been fully modernized and renovated to a high standard um even if it's an older property then that's great but mm-hmm. a lot of my investors tend to go for properties that have been built in the last 15 years or so. The problem with buying a new one is you're paying that, that new home's premium, which yeah, I was reading the other day is as much as 29% above what the real market is. So yeah. um, it, I, I would personally avoid a brand new one, um, but something um, something easy to maintain. Mm, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, And yeah. do you sort of see many people actually Going into buy to let, buying an property and then sort
2: of renovating it and doing up, doing it up to make more money from that. Or does no, what I, I, well, I, t- I tend to find that people who buy properties to renovate, buy them and then sell them on mm-hmm. and, and make the the capital growth within that um, uh, that improvement. Mm-hmm. The downside to doing it up and then putting somebody in is that by the nature of having somebody in a property, you do get wear and tear. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you've got something sparkling initially, unless you're intending to keep it for ten years, then you're probably better to buy yeah. something that's ready done. I
0: wonder how that changes now, with the change of Covid and how the town centre is changing in terms of a lot of the commercial properties and offices and blocks that we used to have. We're seeing it now, they're gradually changing into um, apartments and, and flats. So I wonder if that's going to have an impact on the buy-to-let market in terms of sort of more smaller landlords looking at office blocks that maybe are not as large and, and
2: Quite potentially, quite yeah. potentially. I mean, uh, yeah, I think there's, there's there's going to come a point. Um, I mean, it's not the case at the moment. There is going to come a point where perhaps that might flood the market to some degree. Yeah. Um, and if that does, then obviously that's going to result in potentially rents dropping, which some people say is a great idea. let's yeah. yeah. be frank. But yeah, we've got to do something about our town centres because they are. Yes. yes. No, they're I, struggling.
0: I know we've certainly where we are situated um, in Princess Street, um, we're in the head office, we work in the head office in Which there's a, a few building works going on one right next door to us um, which has been converted into flats and I've noticed more and more sort of people we see up because we are quite high up on the floor so we can see that actually the flats above like mm. these agents down our um, road are actually start being turned into flats where they weren't before they were rented out office spaces so even in the, since COVID, so it's like the last year, we've seen that change. So I think it's a really interesting sort of mm. space to be watching in terms of um, Biotolet and, you know, being a landlord wondering how it's all gonna you know, mm. hang out. Sort
1: of despite all the closures of like Devon and other shops, I think it's really great because you can actually see quite a lot of opportunities where I think a lot of people are Going for buy to let properties to have a business there, so I think we've got like, the botanist opening yes. in that lovely old post office building, and then also there's like Honey and Harvey coming up. So I think despite COVID, there are actually quite a lot of yes.
0: nice yeah. Yeah. new. So the town centre is definitely, yeah. I think we're going to go back to a time where it's more um, people living in the town, mm-hmm. which would be nice. Yeah, yeah. it, it used nice to be like that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was like that once upon nice <laughs> a time. Nice. to that one from
1: mm-hmm. corner. Yeah. And uh, does the buyer need sort of any uh, going back to buy to let? Um, Need to pay any tax on the property
2: itself? Um, they would obviously have to pay the initial three percent surcharge stamp duty, along with any, any prevailing rate of stamp duty that's, that's applicable. Um, they would have to pay income tax on um, the income that they receive out of the out of the property, um, and when they sold the property there would be a level of capital gains tax um, and or corporation tax depending on whether it was held on a um, personal basis or, or, or a uh, limited company basis. But apart from that obviously there's, when when you've got voids the council these days don't give you any ch- any, any leeway on council tax but um, okay. no, apart from that there's nothing nothing hidden that you wouldn't expect. Oh, that's
1: good to mm-hmm. know. And um, once the buy to let property has been bought um, what are the buyer's responsibilities as a landlord?
2: Um, quite a lot. Um, I, my, my real statement on that is have it managed. Uh, have it managed by a company that will actually take all that away from you. Um, legislation is changing all the time. We have the fit for, fit for Human Habitation laws out, we have the right to rent. Um, there's obviously the relevant safety with gas safety, electric safety, um, smoke detection and all, all the like there. Um, there's also uh, legislation in terms of holding deposits, uh, you can't just put it in your bank account now, it has to be held by a government guaranteed scheme um, and and obviously there's the tax and, and the repairs. Um, so it, it it is it can be a bit of a minefield um, if you put it with an agent that, that will actually manage your property properly. You, you haven't got to worry about the fact that your gas safety is going to run out on the 4th of July. Mm. They will do that um, and get it sorted. Same with electric safety, they have to be done every five years. Um, and and just making sure that they maintain everything and, and and don't put you in a situation where you can be liable because it, the, the point is that it's the landlord that is liable. Um, the agent takes on that responsibility for them to a certain degree, but at the end of the day um, you are liable for yeah. ensuring that the property is safe and that there's no discrimination in terms of tenants going in, etc. Yeah. Um, yeah. I
0: and mean, that's a good, a, a good point, really, to sort of just talk about that in terms of you know, the service that you provide as an agent and being able to manage things. And then, from our perspective as a law firm, being able to take on the legal aspect if something does go wrong. And having professional people like that to buffer you does help with that. So you, effectively, you have to think of yourself as almost being on the hook, so you're responsible. And if you can bring people in to help you and lessen that burden, it's it's all a positive thing. So you know, sort of reaffirming reaffirming what you said about re, um, having an a management agent take that responsibility. You know, a lot of the time agents are paired with law firms, so you do have that protection so that's something you know, we always sort of discuss and when we, we, we sort of talk about the pros and cons of contracts and ownership obviously there's different ways you can own it but definitely look at the um, side of protection and buffering yourself with a management agency obviously we can't advise you what to do um, but it's something that you definitely, you know, would recommend. <laughs> but it's, it's really down to you, but it's it's just a point I think it's worth reinforcing there, because you are on the hook, so you do want to make sure that you've got as much covered as, as possible mm. um, to protect yourself, um, especially if you're owning it as, as, a, as an individual. Mm, so, definitely.
1: And um, how would you recommend sort of increasing the yield on the property?
2: Well, I think it, it comes back to the thing I said earlier on about you know, a bad house, you get a bad tenant. Mm. Keep the property maintained. Um, you have to bear in mind that the property does deteriorate um, as as people go in, and fair wear and tear um, can change a property from a, a, a very nice property into one that, that that needs needs work. And I think the 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 advice really is for the landlord to ensure that they do keep up the maintenance on the property. Um, and, and have it managed so that it is inspected, um, and, and any problems or potential issues are brought up and, and dealt with then. Um, in terms of increasing your yield, I, I, I think the other thing to do is to, to ensure that you do um, look at and review your your rental ongoing. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I have I have uh, clients that. They, they, they will buy a property they will take a buy to select mortgage and a year later they'll then remortgage that and take a deposit out and buy another one and uh, increase the yield there but you, they are doing that but they're also increasing their the potential risk yeah. um but uh, now keeping a property in good condition um is the is the the main um point there mm. um because you will you will just have happy tenants who will continue to pay yeah,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. Um, is that the, that um, is all for me, thank you
1: yeah. so
2: much. Yeah. No problem, at all. <laughs> yeah. that's, no that's, problem at all. So that's
0: in the end of the uh, podcast there. Just to conclude, um, just want to go over a couple of things. So if you are in a position and you're thinking about buying a buy property, make sure that you do seek um, financial advice. Obviously, there's something that we can't really touch upon here. Also, make sure you you... Hopefully, come to that bus and, and <laughs> seek legal advice and, and ensure that you have a good property agent too. So, I'm going to just conclude by thanking you for joining us today. Please like and share this podcast and thank you again. Thank you. Thank you.